Yo, 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 who we got? SD Riders. Hey, what's going on, man? Not much. How are you doing? Good, good. It's Philly. Okay. Of course, I'll, I'll just keep going by, by Philly. With the hell, that's all everyone knows me by anyway. But, um, yeah, I figured the same with SD Riders. Yep, yep. No use changing it now. <laughs> how's it um, How's it here on your end? Everything clear? Yeah, everything sounds good. Awesome. Did you get the... Um, it's recording, but I'm, I'm new with this. I'll This is all going to hopefully get edited out. But um, did you get the Google Doc I shared? Yep. Awesome. Sweet. And the links are working. Um, I'm not exactly sure if Scooby's coming on. I'm uh, trying to get him right now. But So you're out of South Dakota. Yes, sir. Nice. How long have you uh, been there for? Uh, I mean, I grew up here, but I moved. What's that? Uh-oh. Hey, can you hear? Man. Not sure what's going on here. Oh, there we go. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know what happened. This is uh, blanked out there a little bit, but I think my Bluetooth wanted to connect. Well, mine did all of a sudden as well. So I was okay. talking to you on the speaker, and then and then all of a sudden my Bluetooth kicked in, and so yeah, that, that's that so weird. That's part of the problem. Probably it's alright. There's gonna be some technical difficulties with this, I'm sure. Um, as we as we keep going, but the last time I did it, I kept sending it to another friend, and they're like, "Why would I click this link? Who are you? What What are you talking about?" I'm like, messaging the other guy, I'm like, "Hey, you getting it? You coming?" <laughs> He's like, "No, I'm not, I don't know what you're talking about." So, but uh, so yeah, it's a uh, it's gonna be a hell of a learning curve, but <laughs> but um. Hey got to start somewhere yeah yep um hang on one sec i'm gonna try to i'm not closing out but i'm gonna see if i can go to my messages i'm doing it from my phone i tried to do it from the ipad but i can't like text the link out from the ipad you know um so it's like on my phone so so it's kind of weird when i go out of apps so give me one sec let me quick see if i can uh, uh get a hold of him and if not we'll just we'll just start it up I'll be right back. Give me one sec. Hey, you still there? Yep. Okay, sweet. Awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on. He's kind of said like he, he was busy. This is how these are going to go. Just I, I work weird hours and uh, sometimes I'm, I'm free right now till like today. I'm free right now till like six o'clock and then busy probably till 11. So it's, it's kind of going to be on the fly. But um, but yeah, let's just kind of jump right in. Um 
So I'll just start us off. This is uh, Philly Was Without here on um, episode two of uh, the uh, Dynasty Dashboard. Got uh, fellow league mate SD Riders on with us. He's in a couple leagues. Um, he's in TA. He's in TA three, right? Trade Addicts three. Yes, sir. Trade Addicts three and uh, another uh, little eight teamer that um, I commish. But um, welcome, man. Appreciate you hopping on. Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem. Sorry, just taking a sip of some coffee. Um, and yeah, man, just kind of hop again, hop right in it. Um, might be joined by Scooby Doo in a minute, so uh, if we do, we'll we'll just kind of ease him in. But um, so so yeah, we were in the eight team league together, right? Um, I believe that was that was like one of my first leagues I ever commissioned, um, let alone for Dynasty, you know. <laughs> Did a couple of redrafts, but um, so kind of just started an eight teamer, and we we kind of connected through that. Um, but how how are you? So how long have you been doing fantasy for? Start with that. Uh this just is probably my sixth or seventh year. Okay, all right. So you you've been playing. So that was a good year to I've join, been... like the twenty sixteen class uh, or twenty seventeen class, maybe. I mean, I was doing a lot of them on Yahoo and then I figured out Sleeper through a different uh, different league that I joined and he only does them on Sleeper and I'm like okay so I downloaded that and I'm like well this is better than Yahoo oh, yeah. um, at, least, at least for fantasy football you know the basketball kind of sucks uh, uh-huh. just because it's not supported on the computer at this point Gotcha. Um, you have to do it on on the app on your phone, which is fine. But you know, somebody like me, I'm on my computer a lot, so it's nice to be able to pull it up and set your lineups and stuff like that, which you can't do. Right. Um, so, but I mean, overall, sleepers. You know, it, it's the best app that I've seen as far as fantasy football. So, I mean, I, I just like sure. how it how it functions, and you you know, I mean. I, I have 138 leagues. So, 138 you know, leagues? My, yes, sir. <laughs> oh, my word. I thought I was in a lot. Holy moly. I, this is the first I'm finding this out. All right, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> that made my jaw drop. <laughs> so, just doing it on the computer is a lot quicker than the app trying to go through and loading everything. Yeah. So, that's why, you know, it's like, okay, well you know basketball bugs me because i can't do it on my computer and that's what i'm always doing my fantasy football on mm-hmm. so and are you so, are all those yeah. sorry sorry are all those uh 138 leagues are those all on sleeper now pretty much you do like MFL, every one of them every one of them wow no nope. every one of them is on sleeper um three of them or i guess four of them are free leagues the rest of them are money leagues yeah. Um, wow. So, I mean, you know, it, it's a hobby. I'll put it that way. Right. Right. That's that's how I look <laughs> at it too. Yeah. Well, you just uh, you just definitely set the record. That's for sure. Um, and uh, yeah. So you're out. You're out central area. Uh, so who's your team too? I guess yeah, going by the uh, the picture, I'm guessing you're a, a Colts fan. Is that your home team? Uh, yeah. I, just a fan I'm a Colts of good fan. running backs. I'm, South Dakota everywhere has, uh, you know, they're they're all Vikings fans. Um, I just I've always been a Colts fan and stuck with them, even though I've moved around and yeah. 
So yeah, that's I mean, kind of one of those. Rough. <laughs> it's kind of one of those like no man land uh, uh, states where you can kind of choose choose who you want. You know, it's like Delaware. Up, I'm up. You know, in Pennsylvania, Delaware guys are uh, they get their pick, so to speak. Right. But awesome. Um, yeah, 138 leagues. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I can't get over that. That's awesome. Um, and yeah, so yeah, we're in the the one league together. Um, and I know you're you're a running back fan. We're gonna get to that in a little bit to uh, defend your uh, defend your case a little bit. Um, but yeah, just going through. So actually, some Colts news today. I just saw that the Colts signed. Um, the Colts just signed Nick, Nick Foles Cole. to a little, obviously, backup money, you know. But, um, you know, if there's anyone that, that knows the importance of a, a good system quarterback, or at least someone that, not maybe not good, but someone reliable, it's, it's definitely Frank Reich. Um, and with Matt Ryan, what is he, 38? 37? Yeah, I think like that. 37. Which, yes. I'm sorry, I... You know, I'm one of those people that sits there and watches the whole draft. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there getting mad. I know we needed wide receivers. I get that. Mm-hmm. You, you had young quarterbacks sitting there that, you know, like let's say Willis, for example, has to sit for a year or two, you know, in order to learn the game. But, you know, eventually he could be something great. Okay, the Colts, every year they're bringing in a new quarterback. So Matt Ryan, he's a fix for two years. Well, grab Willis and let him sit behind Ryan for a couple of years. And then you have a, a young quarterback. I mean, uh, I just, I don't, every year we don't have a first round draft pick because we're going after a quarterback. I just yep. don't get it. Yep. No, I kind of agree there. It's hard to kind of see what the build is. Obviously it's Jonathan Taylor, generational running back and, and Pittman's looking like he's going to be the real thing. Um, and they put a lot of their money and resources into the offensive line. Right. But it's kind of yeah. hard to, a little bit to see where, where they're going, but that division, you know, is, 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 uh, what's them Jacksonville who, who God, they could be getting their third in a row, um, overall first. And then, right. Titans. and then Houston and Houston. I mean, right. It- right. So it doesn't take much it's, to be like the division leader. Right. You know, and they had their, you know, your season, your season was kind of ended uh, abruptly and surprisingly with, with the loss uh, end of the season. But um, it's the, of course, the only guy had so much Trevor Lawrence. It's the only game he decided to show up and play, but that's a, <laughs> a different conversation. But, um, but yeah, I think we were all kind of upset about this, this class and the quarterbacks and just the lack of picking, you know, pre-draft. We're all super flex guys, right? Do you, are, are all your leagues primarily super flex? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm in a couple that aren't, but mm-hmm. most of them are super flex. Yeah. It's, so, and we were all having, you know, Willis 101 and um, Pickett and Corral and, and Howell. Definitely like, I did a lot of mocks, probably about like twelve within the last, like a month or two before the draft, and um, I think they, they were all pretty much gone by the early second, mid second, maybe something like that. And then 
and the NFL told us what they think about them, and <laughs> we were all pretty much wrong. So it's kind of how it went, you know. Besides Kenny Pickett, but uh, so they're they're all primarily. It's hard. I mean, it's hard to draft a, at least in fantasy, you know, a, a third round quarterback. Just the stats, the um, history of them ever hitting, or like by hitting being a you know a top twelve quarterback just isn't great. Not to say it can't happen, but. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of with you. Like, pick one up, have him sit on your bench. You got Matt Ryan there, great veteran quarterback to learn from, sit behind from. Um, you know, if he gets hurt or whatever, give him a spot start or something. And you know, 2023 is as, as hyped as it, you know, or is as good as it's being hyped to be, then grab another quarterback. And you know what I mean? You can kind of, I think next year is going to be a replenishment of a, a couple positions, but quarterback's definitely one of them. Yeah, no, and I agree with that with next year's draft class. But at the same time, you know, if the Colts, you know, a lot of people are saying that Matt Ryan's going to be going to lead them to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, now you're no longer high enough to get a good, you know, quarterback out of the draft. So really, by you know, by by the time you get a quarterback, it's not going to be any better talent wise than you would have this year. Right. Yep. Yep. I think, so, um, Ryan, I mean, I think the problem, I mean, the AFC just got so good within the last like two years too. You know, if you if you really want to contend and make a push, like I think they can, they should easily win the it's AFC South down there. Right. Yeah. AFC South. Um, I don't know. What do you think they're going to do? Do you think they're going to trade for someone else? It says I'm reading, um, so on sleeper right now, but Foles, he signed, oh, he signed a two-year deal. Right. So, yeah, I don't think they're going to bring in another quarterback, which kind of, you know, I, I just wanted the young guy to develop is my whole thing, you know, because like I said, every year we don't have a first because of that. And right. it, to me, if you grabbed one, that, you, you could have got one pretty cheap this year as far as draft capital. Yeah. You know, and, and let him sit. I understand Ryan's there and he's, He's solid still, but he is older. So, you know, try to get your future, and then you have a couple years to figure out if it is or not. Um, that, that's just my thought process. And don't get me wrong. Like I said, you know, they, they took Pierce as a wide receiver. I think mm-hmm. he's going to do great. Um, yeah, I, like them I too. mean, they, the kid has good hands. So I, I think that was a good pick, but in the third round, you could have kind of came back and got that quarterback. Yep. Yeah, they were still there. It was it was a weird draft for sure. Um, I mean, it's one of those drafts where, like, every year we, the, you know, you hear so much um, talk about landing spots and does it matter? Doesn't it matter? And um, it kind of meeting in the middle somewhere, but. I mean, all these wide receivers, they kind of all, and I heard this before on another podcast I listened to a lot, but um, they all kind of ended up in like pretty good landing spots. Like there's no one there where you're like, oh man, you know what I mean? Like Alave, London, um, you know, Wilson arguably maybe has like the hardest um, competition with Corey Davis and Elijah Moore, but um, they all kind of, in Pierce too, like he's just, you know, he's, should kind of walk into the, the wide receiver two role on the team. You know, who's he going right. to beat out? Um, is T.Y. even playing anymore? I mean, he's he's not really uh, showing himself. T.Y. not signed. They got Campbell. 
who oh, you right. know every year is injured. I know, um, and hopefully I keep he saying like healthy. every year it's the year. But <laughs> I'm a big uh, Campbell yeah. fan. Sorry, I have a lot of shares of him. Just hoping that eventually he stays healthy. Yeah. Um, just because he is he is an electric wide receiver, he really is. The couple of games that you you know I've watched him play, yeah, he has a lot of talent. It's just every year, you know, the third it's game of the season, he's, he's done. Yeah, yep, like Sammy Watkins syndrome. But, right, but yeah, um, I, and, and like since I haven't really talked to a Colts fan ever, so this is this is perfect. But um, like what? Like what direction are they going in? Are they are they, are they contending? Like they're not rebuilding. They're not really retooling. Like I mean, they're retooling. I guess is the word over rebuilding. But um, like what if this year flops? What what next? You know, Jonathan Taylor's a beast, but see what happens after two three years of running backs getting you know over two hundred fifty touches. You know what I mean? Like the window kind of gets small. Maybe he's built. I'm sure he's built different. We'll see. But um, does that make sense? Well, Do you know what I'm, I'm saying? Like, what direction are they going? Do you like what what Reich has been doing? Do, do you see like what what's the fan fan base mindset right now? Uh, I I mean I love our GM. Um, I think he does a great job building through the draft. He does not get high priced free agents, which I understand because a lot of those you overpay and they don't work out. Um, so he's doing a great job building the team um, besides the quarterback situation, which I've already went over. Um, besides that, we have one of the best defenses in the league. For sure. Um, and the so, offensive lines, definitely the strengths. Right. So you've got, you know, a great defense, a good offensive line, and one of the top running backs. You're, you're built for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, when it gets cold, you're able to go in anywhere and still be able to play your your game. Which, I mean, if the Colts, if if this rookie Pierce actually works out and Pittman can get some help, I, I think the Colts will have a really good offense. Yeah, um, I'm really high on the tight end that they drafted as well this year. Um, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank on it. Uh, oh, what? Uh, uh, Jelani Woods. Yeah, yeah. You know he's he's a freak as far as being an athlete. So you know, and he's got great size. He's six seven. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, and you know, Jack Doyle he retired, so we had to replace him. Um, and so I think you know they picked up pieces that they needed, and I do think we're going to be a t- contender again this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know last year they didn't make the playoffs. I get it. They should have. Everybody blames Wentz for that, and I'm sorry. It, you know, as a Colts fan, I, and I'm probably one of the few that will say this, but our season was not Wentz's fault. Yeah, he had a couple bad games. Yep. Every quarter or plays, every quarterback does. Yeah, that's not what lost us or knocked us out of the playoffs. The whole team did not play against Jacksonville. Right. So exactly, you know, and, I 100% and, agree. Wentz is the one that takes the blame for it. I get it. You you know, quarterback's the one that, you know, you, you either won the game or you lost the game. I understand it. But if you look at his stats, they weren't awful. Nope. And, you know, so I just, I, I think he got a bum rap for, and got, you know, traded away, which I, 
I still disagree with. I, I think they should have kept him over Ryan because Ryan, like we talked about earlier, is 37. Okay, we're at the point where a lot of quarterbacks start losing it. You look at Big Ben. You know, he had no arm left. Mm-hmm. You know, they not everybody's Brady. You know, right. he, Brady's been putting up numbers every year, and he's 44 or 45. That's not normal. So you can't expect that to happen. And so, I mean, the Colts, like, it, I, I think we make the playoffs this year. Um, I just don't believe we're going anywhere because you can't keep up with Kansas City or the Bengals and I mean they're I, I think the Bengals go back to the Super Bowl personally I know the mm-hmm. Bills are good too but now you got all these questions at wide receiver with them um, right you know D- you know Diggs he's solid every year but now they're going to count on that Davis kid who had one good game at the end of the season that doesn't yeah. mean he's going to do that every game right Right. Yep. Um, so then yeah, they don't they resign up, the uh, rest of their guys. Yeah, they let uh, uh, Beasley and Sanders walk. Sounds like Sanders is probably going to retire, and and who knows, maybe Beasley will too. But then they picked up uh, uh, Crowder, right? Crowder? Yeah, Crowder. Yeah. Jameson Crowder, right? Um, yeah. Which is and, is always and he, a, he's, yeah. If he gets. I mean, if he gets the Beasley role, like Beasley was underrated. He just got peppered with targets. It's always a health thing with, with these, you know, wide receivers, especially um, Crowder. But, I mean, he could easily – where he's going and in drafts and stuff too. Like, it could be could be something to keep an eye on at least. But, um, but yeah, the AFC is no joke. It, it always changes, right. you know, and, and if – you still got Lamar Jackson coming back. Like, he had an off year. Um, didn't play much. I think they kind of iced him at the end of the year when they were out of it and lost, you know, all three of their starting running backs in a, in a week. But, um, but you know, we got uh, Scooby on. Yes, sir. How we doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm great. Hey, we uh, we started already. This is uh, we got um, SD Riders on here, um, just going over some cold stuff. This yeah. is a uh, uh, Scooby. I don't know if your guys are in the same league. What's the secret name on Sleeper? SD Riders. Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm in number three, so oh yeah, I, I don't recognize the name. Oh, that's right. Okay. But um, yeah, just kind of talk. He's a uh, he's our our resident. Colts fans so just giving us some uh, oh, uh you know hometown perspective and and gotcha and where it is on the street with stuff okay well one second what's your email well I don't want you to say it. let me look at the group chat sorry I'll just I don't want you to say it on here no you're good um, let me, I just need to search my email and find it yeah you're good it's uh, CMJ Investings okay but yeah we were um what were we talking about Wentz and um the trades going yeah, on and, just, and stuff with them. I was just venting because I just think he got the bum rap for no reason, and uh, you know it's just I don't know. I Wentz always I, I just think coming, he has the tools. Yeah, think, right. And coming from Philly too, like we we seen him, like he would make these plays that just like how how did he do that? And then he would make a boneheaded play where you're like how did he do that? You know, within like five minutes of each other. 
Um, and, and last year was the first year, well, the third time his whole career he's ever played over 13 games. Yeah. Um, too, which is, again, always, you know, with all, oh, I don't believe any certain players injury prone. Like you play a, a, a rough game like this, everyone's injury prone until they're not. But, you know, when you literally had two broken legs or whatever he had in the beginning of the season. Um, and yeah, he, I mean, he made Pittman who he was, too. Like, you know, someone had to throw him the ball. Um, well, so and then you're coming in. Yeah, he's been with Reich before, so he knows the system. But you're coming in with a new team. You know, he's out because of COVID. He's out because he had two sprained ankles. You know, he didn't get the practice reps going into the first part of the season. So he just, I don't know. I just, I think he could have could have done just as well as what Matt Ryan's going to do for us. I, and he's younger. You know, build something that's going to last. You're yeah. you're not a team that's in rebuild mode. Right. I think the right. problem, I think that one of the motivators for them to swap Wentz out for Ryan is they got, I guess, I guess Ryan's a little bit more expensive, but they got good compensation. They got more for Wentz than what they paid for Ryan. And I don't think Wentz is a good leader. I think they have a really bad taste in their mouth from that Jaguars game last year. I think when you have something like that happen in – you have the opportunity to move on to like a guy who's been in a Super Bowl, who's successful. You know he's he's actually done it. Um, I think it's good, especially in the AFC. You really can't afford to have your quarterback lacking behind when you're competing in the playoffs with those other teams. I think they just need somebody who can do it. Mm-hmm. Not somebody. Right. Who's be and, go ahead. No, and go ahead. I get that, but at the same time, last year, if you look at who he had to throw to, yep. he had Pitt. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And then fell off a cliff. I think, it's fair. I think I think it really like somebody like when Ertz came available. I really was begging. Like I'm not even a Colts fan, but I just thought it made so much sense for them to get somebody like that for him because he's the you know the familiarity and you know he targets his tight ends. Like he loves them, and Jack Doyle was his guy last year, which is not not setting him up for any type of success. So I definitely don't think the Colts did him any favors, but I don't think he did himself any favors either. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and just look. I mean, it's going to be probably Matt Ryan's. What's he going on? His uh, he's old. One, two, three. Like his fourteenth year, thirteenth year in the in the game, and this is probably his best offensive line he's ever been behind. Yep. Right, like pretty close to it. Um, which you know he's he's thirty seven, but even when he was younger, he really never gave you anything on on the ground with his rushing. Um, and Wentz kind of didn't either, but just going off, you know, the numbers and only uh, 17 games, he had uh, 223 PPR points and six points per passing touchdown leagues. QB 20, uh, 3,968 yards on 20 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. Um, I think most of the games, he was kind of just a game manager. They let CPAT and, uh, um, you know, Pitts do the work. So, but I don't know. Can't really be be much worse. But Wentz had actually a little bit less. He had three thousand five hundred sixty three yards, but twenty seven touchdowns and seven interceptions. Yeah, it's actually one of his best years since like twenty nineteen. When you're looking at, I mean, I can't interception. Can't Ryan for last year. I mean, you lose Ridley. You lose Julio. Guys, you had been relying on Pitts was a rookie. 
Patterson, I get for fantasy he was great, but I don't think he's like a huge difference maker from an NFL perspective. And um, I don't know. I can. I... Oop, you there? I'm here. Sorry about yep. that. I, no, really no, blame, I can't really blame him for the kind of regression he had. You know, you're getting older and you pair that with losing your basically your career. I don't know how long he and Julio played, but basically yeah. your career number one and Ridley. And then your your biggest target is a is a rookie tight end and an Sorry, go ahead. I'm, I'm breaking no, you're up. You're good. A bit. You're good. No, we got, got the point though, and it was a new system, sort of. You know, it, 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 Arthur Smith coming over, and um, definitely felt tighten, tighteny. You know, mm-hmm. tighten up um, what they were, what they were doing, but with like a, you know, just a poor man's Titan Titans offense, sort of. You yeah. know, yeah. But, um, but yeah, uh, good, good. Uh, Good points either way, but um, but yeah, Scoobs, did you get the um, you got my message? I just messaged you. I can't. I don't want to close out of the anchor app because this always uh, glitches on me when I do. But did you get the uh, uh, show sheet, the doc I sent in the group chat? Yeah, yeah, it should be the same one as before. Yeah, I got that one. Yeah. Okay. Did you see like the updates on it? I don't think so. Look. If you want to just send a screenshot in the chat, that'll probably be easier. If you can. Yeah, that'll work. Okay. Yeah, let me see what we're we're into here. Uh, You know what? No, let me try to send the link real quick. Um, Real quick while we're... I just have a quick question. How do you guys feel about Pickett? I mean, I'd say he's a first-round quarterback. And, you know, any first-rounder, he's going to get a shot. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean the only first round quarterback in this league, you know, just to, or in this this draft, just to. Um, well, I, I mean, I just can't. I have trouble. I'm a Steelers fan. I have trouble putting a lot of weight for fantasy in the first round thing. I just don't think they were so desperate for quarterback, even though they had Trubisky. They were so desperate for a quarterback that I feel like he may not have been. He may not have been. He may have been the pick because they needed a quarterback so bad. I don't know that it was him, like what exactly he did, or the desperation of the position. Yeah, and, and they have the uh, the Pittsburgh, you know, the hometown discount there too. They got to see him up close. Um, you know, he's he's no, you know, Joe Burrow coming in like just blowing the league away, but right. he did get did get a little bit better each year, and that's kind of all you can all you can ask for and um he's got the most experience uh, and really again like looking at the draft like it wasn't you know it was kind of just offensively a little bit of a letdown after some of the wide receivers so you know and, and that was their one big glaring need on offense right now mm-hmm. besides O-line, which they improved a little but i'd say you let him sit for a year um you know, following a legend is tough. So following Big Ben, I, I don't think that would be good for a rookie. Um, let Trubisky play this year, let him sit, and turn it over to him the following year. Yeah, uh, He has the talent. He has an arm. So mm-hmm. they say his hands are small, but, you know, I mean, that can – I think he'll do fine with that. Um, 
he's got the talent. He he does have first round talent. I just think there's going to be a lot more pressure in that situation. Uh, just following Big Ben, he had a great career. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, and you know, following that up, I just think it's going to be rough for any quarterback. So let Trubisky take that heat, and then let the rookie, you know, sit and come in and and be the hero. Yeah, I just really like. I feel like despite all the opinions about the offensive line, how bad it is, I think they did a lot this offseason to improve on the offensive line and the weapons I think the weapons are pretty good I mean you get obviously Deontay Metcalf but Pickens I think Pickens and then that Austin Calvin Austin guy and then you have Najee in the backfield I feel like there's so much he's walking into one I think he's walking into the best possible situation for a quarterback I know there's the pressure from like the previous legend at quarterback but you're gonna you're you have a great defense you have a great head coach there's a lot of stability. You see the Steelers as like a stable organization. It's not like you're walking into like or the yeah. like the Browns where they have a, like a they're known for being, you know, a pretty bad franchise. I feel like he's, right. he's, like he's mismanaged. Gonna, right. He's getting yeah, he's like gonna benefit from the stability. So and he's not gonna be asked to do too much. They know he's a rookie and they know what his what his weaknesses are. So, I mean, yeah, like even that. sorry, go ahead and finish yeah, up. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You're good. I was just gonna just to back you up. I mean, the Steelers they're just, yeah, known for like success. They're real, you know, how many podcasts and content we've probably all heard of yeah. them like always drafting good wide receivers and developing them. And then Tomlin never his whole career having a losing season. Yep, like even the Mason Rudolph year, which was a you know, Duck Hodges, Mason Rudolph. can fire right right yeah um and still never losing so like all you've got to do is get the ball in his playmaker's hands which you know that's all ben did last year and he did it from five yards passes so i think you know they focus more on that than like you know winning games just know just do your job get the ball and Najee and 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 uh deontay and claypool and even the muth's hands um play good defense Yeah, like like what Mac Jones did last year, right? They right? like, got a way better supporting cast, and I, I'd say he's yeah. probably a little bit more mobile, right? Than Mac Jones, so I feel like he's walking into a pretty good situation there. What What do you think his ceiling is? Like Ryan Tannehill? I mean, like that's that's kind of two that's three kinda, years ago Tannehill. Yeah, he's, that's kind of what it is. Like Ryan Tannehill, if he never had the the bad years in Miami, you know what I mean? You're getting mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean train wreck. Yeah, and he's he's got a little probably get a, got a little bit more rushing outside than Tannehill. Tannehill does get a couple of those those sneaky red zone touchdowns. Yeah, and it's thirty three, like but early on he would rush a lot. What he did in college is like he can run. He's got some wheels on him. He's not gonna he's not gonna Lamar type. He's not gonna do that to you. But he's yeah. gonna do more. And that that offense, I'm not a big. I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm some Twitter nerd that knows all the schemes and all that stuff but I, I've heard a lot that, that Matt Canada's offense kind of requires a mobile quarterback so I think mm-hmm. we don't really know what we're going to see this year last year Ben couldn't move you saw like if you watch saw him try to move and they try to do a little bit and it just it looked like he was moving in slow motion so I feel like with Pickett um, there's going to be a lot of they're going to try to use him outside of the pocket they're going to try to move him around so there's going to be some opportunities for some rushing 
and that's really valuable in fantasy. Even like if he's something like how Aaron Rodgers was, um, not not lately, but going back, yeah, you know, early, early on. But even like 2016, 2015, he had like 300 to 400 yards and like you know two to four rushing touchdowns. Like that's. Let me look at Tannehill's numbers. I'm kind of curious. I'm trying to find a good. So Tannehill last year, yeah. See, he's ran for seven touchdowns in back-to-back years. He can do if yeah. Pick, do that. Yep. If Pickett can do that, that's 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 a pretty big jump when you when you're talking about from a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot. And you man, speaking of, uh, I know it's interdivisional there, SD Riders, but uh, uh, quarterbacks with no weapons. Jeez, Tannehill. Oh my God. Um, They're not doing. Oh, you got Burks, but you know, jeez. I don't think they really. I don't think they really care. They've got Woods. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he's thirty. Thirty, right? Uh, Who knows? Uh, He's still. If he's good, I mean, if he's healthy, he'll be all right. You know, maybe they'll move him in the the slot. I don't really know much about Burks. Did he play kind of all over? Is he wide out? Yeah, everybody tried to say he's kind of like Debo Samuel, but I don't, I don't really see. I don't think anybody's like Debo Samuel. Yeah, there's always a good uh, Debo or Tyreek Hill comp coming yeah. into the year. But either way, I think I've heard, I've heard a lot about him being really good, like after the catch and stuff. So that's probably good because it's what a lot of what AJ Brown did. I don't think it was. I think it'll be pretty good for him for Burks. He probably got a decent landing spot, but the, it's clear that they don't care about Tannehill long term. They drafted Willis and and Burks, and they gave they took away. They didn't resign Johnu or Corey Davis, and a few years ago, and then and then they traded AJ Brown. So you can imagine that Tannehill and Henry will be the next to go. Yeah, they're probably just riding. Out. I mean, Tannehill is I think, like I think he's safe. People are a little nervous about Willis, but like third, again, third round quarterbacks, they just they're usually career backups, you know, unless like an injury or you got a Dak. Yeah. But Prescott think, situation, but he could be a lot better than. I think the benefit I think is like with the third round quarterbacks. I think there was what three: Corral, Willis, and and um, Powell. No, he was fifth round. So you had Corral, Ritter, right, right. Oh yeah. Um, so I feel like they're all they're all going in, and they're not going to have to start right away. So obviously, they're third round picks. I mean, I feel like one of the three has got to do something. If if like I I just. I know we're getting off topic here, but I feel like one of the three is gonna is gonna emerge something. I hope if all three of them end up being career backups, I would be shocked. Yeah, just I going think and Willis is gonna do good. Yeah, um, he is like the and, highest upside for sure. But it's, again, just with the pressure of like the hype of next year already coming in, and I don't know, it'll be a weird weird year. I think. Uh, I don't know. Like, just again, take away like Russell Wilson and Dak Prescott, and I guess Hurts. You know, just doesn't. That's the three that I was thinking about. Yeah, you take them away. It's just not very often any anyone ever really gets even a shot at it. You know, Mm -hmm. just we're so quick to. What's that? The big the big knock against him though was the system that he played. It you know it wasn't very detailed. Okay, so that's why you let him sit for a year to right. to learn. You know, and he's got the talent. He's got speed. He's got the arm strength. I mean, the kid has a rocket for an arm. So if you can get him, you know, up to speed with all the different packages, I think you have something with him. So and that's why about we Willis, were talking right? earlier. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. we were talking earlier, he's the one I wanted the Colts to take just because, you know, the, the raw talent that he has, he, he can be an NFL quarterback. He just has to learn the packages and understand defenses better. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. what yeah. sitting behind a veteran would do. Yeah, regardless of like the fantasy thing, going from Liberty, number one, he failed at Auburn. I don't know. I don't know much about the situation. If it was a playing time problem or if yeah. he just didn't fit, but he left Auburn and went to Liberty, had this, this crazy success. But it's like even I like I've heard a lot of Trey Lance um, comps for him, and even Trey Lance, who was drafted third overall, mm-hmm. came, for, came from a similar. You know, I don't know. Liberty's probably lower than North Dakota State, but. Um, in terms of like who they play, but he even sat for a year as the third overall pick. You'd imagine sure. a third round pick with an established starter similar to Jimmy Garoppolo, and you know I don't know. I just don't, you're gonna you're gonna probably have everybody likes I'll, fantasy people want to believe that he's gonna start next year, but if he starts next year, that's pretty much the Titans saying I don't think we're planning to win this year. You know what yeah. I mean? And like Tannehill, I think. He's a lot more secure than people think, but he's yeah. 33. Yeah. You know, God forbid Henry gets hurt again, and you know they've gotten the, kind of no one to throw the ball to right now other than than Burks. Um, if they start out like, let's say they start out like one in five, even though stat sheet might say Tannehill's actually doing a lot better than the numbers, you can easily see the fans getting antsy and screaming yeah. for Willis and right. You but, know, yeah, that's hey, that's the thing. I see that as the only thing that pushes out Tannehill is if they suck really bad and yeah. they decide, hey, let's get a look at this other guy. But on the flip side is, do they really want to bench Tannehill and pretty much kill his trade value? Because if, right. if they bench him, his trade value is going to be in the dirt, kind of like what the situation with Baker right now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do you ride it out and try to keep his trade value up and just plan to start Willis in 2023? Or do you rip off the Band-Aid and and just say screw it and put Willis in if they suck this year. But I mean I, I see I don't think Vrabel's gonna gonna plan on being bad at any point. He's kinda like Tomlin. He's gonna try to win regardless of the situation. So I don't think that Willis is gonna play this year. Even if they are one and five. Yeah, and it's still a run first heavy run first offense. Right. Um I mean speaking of trades too, I just pulled up the uh, DLF trade finder. Uh, recent trade finders, um, and I mean Tannehill's, you know, super flex leagues. He's still going top ten rounds, something like yeah. that, right? Well, yeah, in any starting quarterback, any starting quarterback, so, you know. So, so, what do you think of these? You got first one, Zach Wilson, and a two hundred one for Tannehill, Deontay Johnson, and Clyde edwards alaire I mean, smashing the, the Tannehill side. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, I would prefer Deontay. I take, I take, I regularly take Deontay in the third round. Yeah. So yeah, you're Deontay three two. Deontay. If you look at it that way, it's like Deontay. Well, I guess it depends on the situation, but I'd probably take Deontay's side there pretty, pretty quick. Wow, we're talking about Pickett. I just saw him taking it four ten. What superflex startup? Yep, four ten. What wow. the heck? A little too rich for me. Over, yeah, another one's Cousins, Tannehill, Brady. Uh, there's wow. not much after that. It gets I think through there. There's yeah. another one. It's uh, the 209. And now this is a six team league. It's a 16 oh. team. It's 209 for Tannehill straight up. Another 12 team league, 207 for Tannehill. And that's like, 
Uh, I'm trying to think who was going in the, the rookie draft. I mean, I. What do you think, SD Rod? Is there any input there? No, the second, the two hundred seven was for a 12, 12 teamer, all superflex leagues. Yeah. If if they're superflex teams, then I, I don't know. I value Tannehill more than I do the the second round pick. Yeah, pretty easily. Uh, um, yeah, it's. I mean, quarterbacks are key. You've got to have in a superflex. You have to have three quarterbacks. There's not if it, you know normal standard twelve man leagues. You don't have enough quarterbacks for everybody to do that. So, you know, it's quarterbacks are gold. Yeah. I think I like to, if I draft like in one league, I, I'm doing a startup right now and I got, I got um, Watson and Lance and I still, I still feel like there's pressure to get a third quarterback. Because even if you don't, if you, even if you're only starting two, you yeah. can sell one. You can always sell one because there's always that one guy who ends up freaking golf as his QB2. <laughs> yep, and that's yeah. right. But you don't know if Watson's starting yet. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah, he right. will eventually. You don't know how long he'll yeah. be suspended. I, I'm guessing he will be. Um, yeah. And then on top of that, Lance, I'm still. Everybody I mean, says he's going to start. I don't know that he will. Yeah, Jimmy that's... G led him to the championship game. I'm yeah. so glad you brought that up. Actually, yeah. So, so how do you third... bench him? The really the only reason I did this is because this is a hundred dollar league, so I'm per- and I have confidence in the long term part of the league. So um, I was kind of just I know there's a chance literally neither of them start week one, so I'm okay with that because I'm like I said I'm going long term, so that's that's why mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I think I mean I think it's Lance's job. It's Lance's job this year um, and coming into the year, but like we should get Graham on here to defend defend this, but. Um, you know, you're hearing the whispers of like they're Brady. not super happy with how he's looking, and you know, who knows? There's so you know, this time last year we were hearing Jamar Chase is dropping all these balls, and you, you know, so I think that <laughs> put it what they want, paid but. for him, what they paid for him, they will. Everybody in that organization will be fired if he doesn't start. The only you thing can't. I know for sure about San Francisco is just can't believe anything they say. You know, in press conferences and stuff, but so you got to kind of more watch what they do than listen yeah, to what they say. You cannot burn what you paid for him and just stick with Jimmy G because Jimmy G, you know what yeah. you have with Lance. Right. Like his upside's incredible, and if he fails, he, it's not hard to go get another Jimmy G in this league. Yep. Not no, and, and I get that, but at the same time, Jimmy, he's he's a winning quarterback. Yeah. When Trey Lance was yeah. in last year, he got injured. Yeah, love so you don't know if he's durable or not, and that's one reason I think they're keeping Jimmy G. And you know, even if he doesn't start, I think they're kind of worried about mm-hmm. you know for you know he's from a small school, uh, North Dakota State. So how quick does he pick up on everything? How quick does it transition to good quarterback play in the NFL? Yeah, um, they have a small sample size, but you can't tell by one or two games if the quarterback's going to be good or not. No, that's um, right. So, and, and Jimmy G, I can see him starting this year. He's on the last year of his contract. You have a win-now team. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that you were talking about, like, the coach and GM taking heat. Yeah, they might take a little heat. I don't think they'll lose their jobs just because of the fact there's one year left with this guy, and then it's Trey Lance's job. Yeah, but think about this. You know, I, the same thing with the, the Hurts situation in Philadelphia, like the contract thing. When you draft a rookie quarterback – 
you there's such an advantage to keeping them to, to winning while they're on their rookie contract. So if you let's say hypothetically, Jimmy especially G lately starts, with all these yep, numbers, so let's say hypothetically Jimmy G starts this year. Okay, then Lance will be in his third year of his contract next year when he starts. Then yeah. let's say in that first year of Lance starting, he's not that great. He's, I mean, he's he's good and shows flashes. And guess what? You have to do that off season. You have to decide if you want to give him his fifth year option or not. So you 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 have to yeah. decide whether you want to give him your fifth year option on one year of starting. That to me, that sounds like it. with what you invested in him, you know what Jimmy G is. You've not won a Super Bowl with Jimmy G. You've been there, but he still hasn't gotten it done in the big big games. He he threw. I mean, he he almost cost you the Packers game in the playoffs. And I just think. You got in the in the in the NFL where you're going to go against elite quarterbacks in the playoffs. You need to shoot for the sky. You have to because you, Jimmy G is not going to win you games. His, the team's going to have to be good around him consistently for you to win games, and you can't ask him to do too much or he'll lose you the game. So I just think yeah, like with what you paid, yeah. you're locked in. You got to move on from Jimmy G and let Lance at least try. Yeah, they know okay. they know who Jimmy is. They know like he's again like a game manager. Yeah. Um, Lance is kind of like the only guy that like insulated his value and for fantasy, but yeah. uh, for dynasty, but he insulated his value by not playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? Like T Law, Fields, you got Actors, kind of they lost you value pennies. by playing. You you bring up the the point about him being on a rookie contract, and one reason that is is so they can build around him, bring in other stars to. Because right. they have that extra cap room, the 49ers, unless they trade Jimmy, they don't have that extra cap room because his salary is still there. Right. So but I don't think the, it's that's a motivator to move on. That's that's one of the big things to a motivation to move on is because you can get that cap room and capitalize on this rookie contract. It's important. So what's so I broke up there for a second. What is Lance's floor? Is Lance's floor Jimmy G? Is his floor? No, I don't think it's. He, he, I think I don't think anyone's like worried about him for fantasy just because it's his 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 rushing. Like I think if he did the kind of numbers Hertz did, that people would be over the moon happy with him. Again, just more of a rushing right. because I think think he's kind of you know needs to develop more into a passer, just on a higher level than Hertz. But I think if he put out the kind of production that Hertz did last year, that you know dynasty managers would would that would be a win. Does that make sense? I don't see him being a better quarterback or having a better career than Hurts. So, you know, so I, that's I'm just absolute not feeling. Yeah. And again, I, just I, goes back to, like, haven't seen enough. You think Jalen Hurts is his ceiling? Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, I don't... Nicole. I don't think he's a 4,000-yard quarterback for, for throwing. Well, do you need you know, him? Because uh, let me look. Hold on. I don't think Lamar has ever thrown. He's barely. He's only had one season above three thousand, and that was thirty-one hundred. Yeah, but Lamar's you know one of the, the best rushing quarterbacks. And I mean, well, I get that. I'm history. just saying Lance can be pretty good at rushing, and I think his arm is also pretty good. I mean, I I, I don't. I get the comparison, but I think Lance is probably just coming just. In terms of prospects coming out of college, Lance was miles better than for Lance. sure. For sure, I'm just talking about points, total points in fantasy. Yeah, like if you could get the kind of numbers Hertz gave you that 
people would be happy. I mean, would you be upset if you know Hertz start? I mean, uh, Lance started this year and um, top ten numbers. No, that'd be good. You know what I mean? That's that's yeah. I get that's kind of where I'm coming at. Um, Yeah, just because of time, let's um, let's hop into this um, startup draft. Do you guys do you guys see the link there for the TA three startup? Yeah, let me look at my email. Sorry, I was sitting here looking at. Um, that was a good. I, I was like, almost kind of said, let's just keep talking about this. But um, need USD riders to uh, to spit some spit some hot fire on us here <laughs> with his. Uh... Okay, let me look over it for a second. Uh, here we go. Yeah. So same league again. I think everyone, you know, all trade TA four leagues. Uh, I'm sorry, trade X leagues are all um, super flex three round. Uh, 2.75 yep tight end premium um full ppr and one quarterback one running back one wide receiver and five flexes Golly, what that is crazy so let's so i gotta pull, pull real, quick, up here. real quick i gotta say before i forget that is criminal value on deontay johnson <laughs> fifth freaking round for Deontay <laughs> Johnson? Right. I would have taken him in the third. You're going to take you're going to take Alvin Kamara over Deontay Johnson. <laughs> so that's what kind of what we were going to get into. Um SD Riders. So <laughs> take us through. So you were one of the only guys to manage not to trade which probably, you know, nowadays everyone wants to trade down. Like that's the cool thing to do. Um and it's almost like not becoming a value to trade out, you know, depending where you're at, depending on the league. Um, most of them are still, but it's really been catching on like the trade trade out of the first two, two, maybe even three rounds um, or one of them. Um, and I like how you zags while everyone zigs because I think this is the league we hit 44 total. Maybe it was trade addicts too, but we hit like 40 total trades in the startup alone. Um, so you went Najee Eckler Tua in the first three rounds. Um, but looking across the other other picks, were there any um, picks you were like surprised about? Anyone um, you were you know surprised they fell or thought they went too early? Just kind of uh, give us your your, mean, persp- your perspective looking at it. I don't know. Looking at this, like, I, you know, I didn't trade at all during the startup draft. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had, you know, I kept my position and, and everybody in the league and, and including you said that I'm drafting wrong because I'm drafting so running back heavy. Mm-hmm. And I get, you know, it's a PPR league. I understand that. Um, nowadays with with the running backs if you get certain running backs like if you look at my draft you know i've got harris eckler chubb who's yeah he splits but monty doesn't split you know i went for guys that they don't really split time Mm -hmm. they're gonna they're gonna get their points where a wide receiver you never know unless you get like cup or um you know jefferson somebody like that chase he's gonna get his targets but a lot of other guys, you never know what they're going to do from week to week. So I just, I, I always draft running back heavy. And, you know, one reason that is, is they get injured. So, you know, 
there were multiple leagues last year. Like I said, I'm in 138 leagues. There were multiple leagues last year where I come into a, a week and I still have starting running backs. Other teams are playing, you know, their back, you know, backup running backs and stuff like that. You go against Hines or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. I'm, my team's going to blow you away in scoring. Just you because I'm going to get those no advantage. Well, so sorry to tell you, you got the positional advantage, and I don't know if I if I was ripping you, I might have been um, more or less. So these leagues are different, right? Than like your average cookie cutter league, and more or less just hey, just just so you know, you know, we can you can kind of start whoever, just making sure you saw the two point seven five tight end premium. A lot of people uh, they saw it, but maybe saw it a little too late, or so more or less just making sure. Uh, you know what I mean? You, as you saw, I didn't know you were in 138 leagues at the time, but <laughs> but right. I mean, no, it, but, that's the glaring difference I see is like you have the positional advantage RB. That's for sure. Because I mean, I went, if you look at like, my tight ends, what's if, if you look at my tight ends, they're not bad. I mean, I got Najuku or I, however you say his name from Cleveland. Yeah, I like you know, if Watson plays, he he could have a big year. Mm-hmm. I got Uzama, which, I mean, with the Jets, they needed a tight end. I think he gets his targets, he gets his red zones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I believe I also drafted, in this one, I think I drafted the rookie tight end as well for the Colts. Yeah, Woods, I, I got him as well. So I have three guys at tight end that I think mm-hmm. are going to put up great numbers this year. Yep, I like Njoku a lot. What even, is, if, what is your, even if Watson doesn't play, I like Njoku because Hooper's finally gone. What is your that, um, What is your definition of great points? Like great production? Because I would be scared if my only tight end was my only tight ends were Njoku, Uzama, and Woods. Personally, I, I don't think know, they'll get. Do. Sorry, I, I think they'll get the red zone targets. So you. You know, because they're big. You know, a lot of tight ends, they survive off of touchdowns. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not, you know, Andrews is a exception. You know, I mean, he, he put up, what, 1,300 yards? That's wide receiver numbers. Yeah. Tight ends don't do that for the most part. Um, I mean, if you look at, like, Schultz for Dallas last year, he was t- the tight end three. Okay? You know, he went for 808 yards. That I mean, I I think if if a tight end has six or seven receptions, if they get seventy yards and a touchdown, that was a successful week as far as a tight end in fantasy football. Yeah, I mean I understand. I just think that like let's say hypothetically none of those guys you were talking about like a positional advantage, how valuable it is. So so let's say let's say you're going against a guy who has Hines as his only running back because it's a league where you only have to start one running back and then they have Andrews as their tight end and you have you know Chubb as your running back or Najee as your running back and then you have to start Uzama that week they does your positional advantage at running back really set you apart when they have such a huge advantage at tight end because in this league the tight ends their value is insane because the two point seven five premium, I mean, it. I mean, it's just going to be right. Okay, so let's look at the the guy that has Andrews. And no offense, Billy, it's your team. 
Mm-hmm. I I personally do up. not like yeah. your team. <laughs> okay, Light so yeah, up. you have you have solid tight ends. I mean, you got Andrews, you got Muth, you've got Gasecki, you've got Kramitz. Okay, great. Now you look at your running backs. Uh, the top two running backs that I see that were drafted were was Dylan for Green Bay and Hunt mm-hmm. for Cleveland. That's Neither it. one of those yep. guys are starters. Well, oh. so. My my positional, you know, in, in that situation, if I was going against Andrews, yeah, I, my running backs are going to put up enough points to make up for what his tight end did against my yeah, but my running backs. I get that. I get that. Look at it for my tight ends are like they're going to make up because even you know, let's say even Gesicki's going to take a hit, right? He's not going to do what he did last year, but even if he put up. Let's well, say numbers from 2019. Yeah, my my stuff is switched out. It's not showing. Whenever I look at y'all's draft board, it's not showing the premium. So I don't know. I can't look at stats. Like I just know Gesicki's numbers last year in 2.75 were insane. So he got um, yeah, like 293. So say he did again 2019, right? He got uh, he had 89 targets, 51 receptions. A typical tight end kind of season a decent tight end uh 224 points um cole Komet, i think he's more on the rise because last year you know i look at targets for tight ends he had 93 targets which is pretty good for tight ends um because everyone um uh, knox has been talked about a lot he had a great season but he had a lot of touchdowns cole Komet didn't have one touchdown last year um and let me see. So Dawson Knox had only 71 targets, 49 receptions, but he had nine touchdowns. So, yeah, touchdowns so you can't quick, really bank on. Yeah, but real, um, um, real quick, Gesicki uh, in the league, you, he said you owned um, Farmuth, Gesicki, and Andrews, correct? Uh, yep, I got okay. um, yeah. Andrews, um, the Muth, Gesicki, and Cole Komet. Okay, so Andrews was the number one player in this format overall. Um, not saying he's going to repeat. Gesicki was the number 32 overall above Lamar, above Stefan Diggs, above Deontay Johnson. Um, Noah Fant was even above guys like Mike Evans, Keenan Allen, and he's considered a lower end tight end. I'm, just, this is, I'm not saying you're wrong with your strategy. I'm just saying the other day I realized how huge of a premium this was and how significant it was, like, um, when you're comparing, uh, Firemuth scored more points than DJ Moore, Pittman, Metcalf, Aaron Jones, Brandon Cooks, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, it is just crazy how huge of a premium this is, and how, like, how more, how but I don't know. When when you're talking about so, those tight ends, I feel like the advantage him having three of those guys, it's gonna be really, it's gonna be really tough to beat it. I think. Well, another thing too, I traded out a lot, and I think I ended up walking away with four 2023 firsts, counting mm. my own. Yeah. Um, so I, I missed a couple rounds there, here and there too. Um, SD riders. Yeah. Where I probably normally would have went like at a, a a better running back, or and I mean the leagues are called trade addicts. Like, yeah, it, it's going to be very probably really uh, uh, surprising if everyone walks into the season with these same rosters you know what i mean someone will move an rb or a tight end or you know how it goes yeah um so real quick would you mind checking uh nick chubb's points per game last year 
Just curious. Chubb. Yeah. So he missed and a couple Najee, too, right? And Najee, I just want to, because I realized this the other day and, and when we talked, and I realized how so, much different. So Chubb played 14 games. Mm-hmm. Um, he had full PPR, which doesn't really matter for Chubb, but he had 228 fantasy points, uh, RB13. 1,259 yards, eight touchdowns. So the thing with Chubb is like he's it drives me nuts. He's, you know, you hear about it all the time, but he's probably like the best, maybe top three, like pure rusher in the league. Mm. But like a, a good game for Chubb is 89 yards and 8.9 points. Yeah. You know, because he just doesn't get yeah. end passes. So what was his points per game? Um, You can go there by I mean, hitting leaders. Leaders and then go into season average when you pull up the. Oh, I'm in the uh, the draft still. Gotcha. I mean, Chubb scores 14 to 15 usually a, a game though. Yeah, but Gesicki, who was the tight, this is just I'm I'm just saying I'm not it's like again I'm not saying your strategy is wrong. I'm just saying the tight end. Let's say the tight end 16 Hunter Henry. He he was his points per game was 14.8. The tight end. 16 Gasicki scored 17 points per game like the, the premium in this premium so he if, if let's say his let's say um Gesicki had four catches 10 yards right 10 yards and a touchdown that's like in six point touchdown that's 17 points because of the premium over 17 points I mean four catches is worth 10 points right there just Where'd cool. you say to find it? Is it sorry? Is it league history? No, when you go to um, like hit the players button and then you go to leaders and then you can switch it over to season season average and see points per game. Like, yeah, um, Mark Andrews averaged more than Josh Allen. It's just this premium is huge. So I really like. I love. I messed up in ours. I drafted Pitts and that was it. I didn't draft any more after that. So I, oh. I don't regret it. Well, even even the bad tight ends just score so much. Right. Um, no, I more or less but... wanted to. Yeah, go ahead. I want to hear. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I I really don't think that I'm. I mean, I've got some solid tight ends. So I mean, they're they're average. Okay, middle of the road, whatever you want to say. But if you look at where I drafted, okay, Pitts and Andrews were already gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know the the top two that fantasy tight ends are gone you know I personally I want to stay away from Kittles because if Lance does start I think that Kittles is going to take a hit yeah Um, Yeah. you know as far as uh, Dynasty Kelsey is old you know so is Wallers so it's just to me you know besides those top there's like five tight ends that are at at the top Mm -hmm. besides that I don't think my tight ends are going to score any less this season than than what other people are carrying as their tight end. Yeah, I hear, I hear you. I just think my main thing is not really when you're comparing tight end to tight end. I think when you're deciding if you want to draft, you're like because you're starting all flex really, so you can start as many tight ends as you want. So when you're debating between like let's say I don't know um, Josh Jacobs in the sixth round, not you, but this other guy took Josh Jacobs over um, like Gesicki and Komet and stuff, even though Josh Jacobs is, has been a top 12 running back, he's still not going to score more than these other tight ends. So I think the big, the big where, where the difference is, is when you're 
deciding to draft this tight end or this running back. This bad game for this running back could be five game, five points because there's no real premium to carry them. But if Gusecki has a three catch game and 20 yards, you're still getting 10 points. And I mean, I just think when you when I was looking at the tight end scoring, it was like Gusecki was like the wide receiver nine. It went in terms of points, like if you're comparing points and and you're getting him behind guys that like he scores six or seven more points per game than they do. I'd normally do that, though, SD Riders. Like, I'm a go great or go late. You ever hear that for tight ends? It's, yeah. Because after, like you said, after like the Andrews and, you know, Kittle is a little unknown, but I think they're still going to try to get the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, Kelsey and Pitts. Uh, just wait, you know, because you can get you know, a normal, let's say a normal 1.5 temp uh, league. You know, even Zach Ertz, like guys yeah. like that in like the ninth round, which I think is, is really, really good value, especially if you're going going for it right away. Um, Schultz, because Schultz got, um, again, looking at targets, especially compared to, again, like Dawson Knox and uh, maybe Noah Fant, but he's, he's still got 104 targets, which for a tight end is really good. Mm-hmm. You know, any league, um, but and I normally I hated tight ends before last year. I just hated them. I would always get like the Higbies of the world, and um, just whoever was still there in like the twelfth through fifteenth rounds. Um, guys like I think Irv Smith, if he's healthy, is going to have a, a pretty decent year too. Um, but yeah, it's just that you know running running back mindset. Get the ring backs early. Get your wide receivers early. Um, I like how you got Tua in the third because at that point, Wilson, Watson, you know, it's, you know, we're kind of gone. And so as your QB, so I think Tua is going to have his best year to date because there's a lot of unknowns with Fields, again, Hurts, Lawrence. Car should be better, but still, they're probably really, really close. I think, uh, I think the big one was taking Tua over Stafford. That's, that's. I think that's a bold one. Not saying it's wrong. It's just interesting. Y'all didn't go as, as QB heavy as perhaps uh, do. No, yeah, because Wilson, Rogers, Mac, they were all in the fifth round, which I guess is ADP. But. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, a big reason for Tua over Stratford and stuff like that is one age. It's a dynasty. You know, yeah. when you start a dynasty draft, you're hoping it sticks around for five years at least, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking more of the future. And then if you look at, I mean, he's got, you know, a good tight end. He's got solid wide receivers, you know, adding Hill made that, you know, that's an unbelievable quarterback situation now. And the coach you know, team. I, right. Yeah. I think that's going to be a big, big difference for Tua. So, you know, I think Tua, you know, being my top quarterback, I I think he's going to kill it this year. Um, and, you know, as you guys were talking about, I was looking at all the rosters. East Atlanta and you, Philly, um, are really the only te- teams that are tight end heavy. Every, yeah. A lot of teams started drafting tight ends after I did. They went go, go, you go know, great, so, late too, probably. Yep. I mean, I love that Atlanta team, personally. Yeah, he's in a bunch of these uh, trade addicts. I think he's going to, like, you're pretty much getting between Mahomes and Dak and then the, the freaking five tight, four tight ends he's starting. 
is I feel like he's going to get consistent production because I think that the scoring in these leagues benefits good quarterbacks and tight ends. Because even if they have their down weeks, you're still getting great production. I feel like he's going to – and Philly too. That's I love the tight – I just – I didn't do it, but I, I regret it. I really do think the tight end strong – the, the four, three or four tight ends, I feel like that's going to be important. I feel like it'll it'll run these leagues. I I'd bet that multiple of the teams that um that that have the, all those tight ends will win these leagues out of the four. Puts you in a corner because you know you take you got like I just Gasecki in the eighth and reached at the four nine is like a reach in a normal league, but it puts me in a corner because then you know I'm looking at if I want to get an actual wide receiver, my wide receiver goes down. I'm looking at other than Metcalf and. You know, say T and Metcalf go down or something happens. Russell Gage, my wide receiver one. You know, maybe who knows what happens with Crowder. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, but well, again, so it's a trade addicts league. So hopefully yeah, are. Uh, I love be willing and dealing. Doing. I love that value on you're doing. That's great. Yeah, yeah the great. ninth that's pretty low. At, you look at East Atlanta's team. Yeah, he's got a lot of tight ends. You look at his running back situation, which, you know, I'm a running back guy. Um, I don't think Singletary, I don't think he starts. I think Cook comes in and takes that job. Um, He's got Robinson. Well, ETN, you know, so he may not start. And then his next running back is Gaskin. Well, he's got Connor in the starting spot, and you only have to start one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't see that over off to the side. You're right. Mm -hmm. But, and Connor, he's always fighting injuries. At the bill, so, I mean, I, I love that's the reason I love these drafts. It's like, dude, you've got a strategy, I've got right. a strategy, that guy's got a strategy. They're all different. They're all, and right. it doesn't really matter because we all get to do our own our own variations of what we like to do. You don't have to start. You don't. You can start nine running backs if you want to, and I can start nine tight ends if I want to. So it's it's fun. That's that's what's really fun about this is you you've got all these different people doing different things, and it's so flexible. I love the settings in this one where, you know, I mean, just how how the league is laid out with the positions. You mm-hmm. don't see many of them that have just one running back, one ride, wide receiver, and then all those flex positions, which so it makes you actually manage your team some, which is huge. Yeah. You know, that's that's where somebody like me that this is what I do all day long. You know, yeah, I mean, because right. I'm, I'm tired and I don't do anything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I sit down and I watch, you know, NFL news on the TV and I'm messing with my lineups all day long. Yep. Yeah, we're all junkies. We're, we're here <laughs> on uh, uh, Monday, May 23rd at 3 in the afternoon talking about Dynasty. So <laughs> we all have the same uh, same heart for football, essentially. I will <laughs> say, though, like, I, 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 gotta, I can't resist talking about Tua. I can't. I don't understand. Like, I feel like a year from now, these people drafting Tua are going to look back and be pissed. Like, I feel like the writing is on the wall for him. I do not want Tua. Well, I think it's like Zach Wilson where they're giving him every opportunity to succeed. And if he doesn't, then there's really nowhere else to point the finger. So it's a it's a show me year. It's a prove it year. Yeah, I get that. I just think, you know. Yeah, I think I don't think Tua is that great to begin with. I would take Zach Wilson over Tua right now. What sucks is Tua was a pretty big rusher at Bama, right? Yep, and now and all then that, that that catastrophic, you know, hip injury. 
But I mean, he like from year one to year two, which is a big, big difference. He played a lot more. Well, yeah, yeah. three more games. Never mind. He, but he played, played better, but he still he played more. Yeah, they had, but he had a little more rushes, a little more attempts. So I mean, but again, he's he's got a team built around him where all he's got to do is just get get the ball in his playmaker's hands, and they'll make him look great. Kind of like Jimmy G, right? Where yeah. you know all he had to do was get the ball in Kittle, Debo, and and uh, yeah. you know Elijah Mitchell yeah. when he was there or whoever that, else. But. There's a lot to be worried about because. Um, like I just feel like long term, there's more. I think it's more likely that Hurts starts long term than Tua does, and that's a lot of the knock on Hurts. It's like, oh, I don't know what he's gonna do long term. I don't know how long he's gonna play. Like start for the Eagles, and like, I just I don't know. A lot of people take. I feel like the the Tua love is just unwarranted. Um, hey guys, just cause of time, are you guys okay on time still? Yeah, I'm good. Um, going a little long, but if I got a little, I got to hop off here in a little bit. Can we switch over to the rookie draft real quick? Sure. Because yep. SD Riders, you that's you loaded up on rookies. I'm just looking at them now. By far, you have the most. So I definitely want to hear just what you thought. Because which rookie draft? Is it, I don't see uh, uh, Trade Addicts three. It should be in the show sheet. A link for it there. I see the startup. Oh no, there it is. Sorry. It should be like right indented under. Got it. Got it. Um, I've been kind of going a little bit. I, I, I don't. What do you? Well, first, what do you guys think of the? I think I talked to you about it, Scoops, last time. But, um, SD Rider, what do you think about the drafting kickers as rookie placeholders? Um, setting, we'll call it. Have you done that before? I'm guessing you haven't under 28 leagues. Yeah. But. Do you, yeah, I, I mean, you, it happens a lot um, just because, you know, after the season, you know, drafts start and I'm always joining more because I have nothing else to do. Right. Um, <laughs> it, I mean, I like it, but I never have a first round pick because I'm. Yeah, for me to pull the trigger on the value in like fifth round. Right, because there's yeah. always, you know, I'm drafting running backs or I've got to get my quarterbacks at that point. Right. So, you know, I mean, if you look at our uh, rookie draft, I didn't mm-hmm. take a single first. Yeah. But I really like my draft. I yep. mean, I've got a lot of talent players that I think are talented and have, have a good shot to do something. Um, so, I, I mean, if you look at it, like I, I took that the Colts wide receiver – I think he's going to be a star. Um, With the two eight two, that's pretty good. He's been going early second lately. Do you have? Um, are you a little biased at all towards the Colts? I see you got a little Colts love in you. Good. <laughs> he's yeah, taking everybody. Well, I like. But see, I mean, if you read about Woods, I mean, he's he's a poor man's pit. So as far as athletic, Oof. you know, he. I, Did he play basketball I think, too. I think he, I think he's going to be a star. Seems like um, if you play yeah. basketball and you're a tight end, you're going to be top ten. It's just it's science. It's I mean, how it happens. <laughs> I don't know. Tight end is always a, a shit show. You know how that is. The tight ends are like if you draft them expecting anything for the first two years, you're going to be disappointed. But you know that's yeah, that's what taxi that squads three, are for. Year three, crazy breakout. It's weird. It's really yeah, a like, throw. I wouldn't be surprised to see Mo Ali Cox having like a uh, not a Dawson Knox season, but like somewhere around what 
Bobby Tunyon and Knox did just on touchdowns because he's a big dude. Yep. You know, you Matt see, Ryan. Never know. It's just some guy they sign off the street, undrafted free agent, might go for 12 touchdowns. You don't know what tight end. Right. It's, just, it's weird. Um, yeah, I think I like beats out cops for the starting job. You think uh, Woods does? Yeah. Mo Ali, oh really? Um, didn't they? Who they just get rid? Oh, Jack Doyle retired, right? Yep. Mentioned right. that before. So wow. you've got Cox and two rookies basically sitting there as yep. tight ends. And Mo Ali Cox, when the Colts couldn't get anybody besides Pittman to touch the ball last year, Cox mm-hmm. still didn't do anything. He was out there. Right. He couldn't get open. And that's you know Woods. <laughs> Woods is a better Cox. I'd love for them to sign like Ebron or something if he's healthy. I've been wondering about oh. him too. He he had some injuries, but again in this in this killed. league, he killed it. <laughs> he yeah. would he killed it in like twenty twenty or twenty nineteen, I think. Yeah. I still want him to it was twenty sixteen twenty eighteen, sorry. But yeah, I mean I still want him to get a, a shot somewhere. He's still only twenty eight too. He's had some injuries, but um but switching <laughs> over, so looking at T Ziggler. Um, I told him I'd give him some love, but he, so he's the only guy I think that I'm aware of in all these four leagues here that he is a co-commish. I mean, a co-manager with, yep. um, but they went early and I, I kind of like their build here. So they went London at the two, at the one Oh two Wilson at the one Oh six, which, um, pretty good value. Yeah. Because, okay, so Pickett went at the 105 and Burks at the 104. Um, what do you think of James Cook going in the first in the early first now? Do you guys, how do you guys feel about James Cook? Do you feel like he's. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I heard a press conference the other day and just what the coach said about him was like, yeah, he's a great sub back. Yeah, that was the GM. Or the GM? Yeah, just. Um, I mean, you can Who knows? talk yourself into any running back you want to. If you want to, you're. I think he's. You're either in on him or out on him. I have one chair, I think, and I just. I don't mind him. Like if you're just talking about him, but when you're choosing between him and Olave or him and Jameson Williams, I just tend to go with the receivers because, like I said, I'm not a running back guy, and running back is an opportunity game. And they, I don't know. I don't think Singletary's just going to disappear. No, Josh Allen's probably the RV one. Yeah, right. But. So you're always going to have the limited red zone, and I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting, but he's worth probably worth a shot in a couple weeks if you can get him in the late first. But I don't. I wouldn't take him over Olave or Watson. Yeah, I think if he's if he's going before the one oh one eleven ten, like yeah. Sky Skymore or James Cook. Who are you guys taking, Skymore or James Cook? I take Skymore. Even though I'm not a big big fan on him, I just think even if let's say both of them suck year one, I think there's more hope for Sky Moore in the Chiefs offense than James Cook mm-hmm. in the Bills offense as a running back. Because any coin flips, I usually fall back on who is the better quarterback. But yeah, you got between two those two guys there, and yeah, one, one, like one, one I, don't think, I don't think quarterback benefits a running back as much as a receiver. Yeah, they yep. hurt them honestly. They'll get more quality, like their touches will be more quality touches because the offense will be more open for a running back. But I mean, any receiver tied to an elite quarterback, I mean, you, there are there, it's 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 one of the best things to have as a receiver tied to an elite quarterback. Yeah, 
Riders, what do you? Who are you picking? If you you're on the clock right I'm now, taking, James Cook or Sky Moore? I'm, I'm taking Cook. You're going Cook, okay? I, soccer, yeah. <laughs> soccer. And and why? And I so defend your case. <laughs> I just don't think Singletary is is going to be the lead back there, and uh, I get the Bills throw the ball a lot. I get it. Um, I think part of the reason they uh, don't run the ball when they should be in order to ice games and stuff like that is mm-hmm. because they don't like the running backs. Right. I, yeah, I think that they took early because that's, they don't like the situation there. So, you know, Cook is a good strength. receiving back. That's his strength, right? The, the pass catching in Georgia, right? That's right. kind of so, that was the thing. So he's in a passing, you know, first offense, and he's a good receiving back. I think Cook mm-hmm. comes out of out of spring training, or sorry, training camp, as the the lead back there. So I'm I'm I've been I probably have fifty shares of Cook. Where okay, so, um, here's the thing with Cook is like if he if he hits, I mean he's going to be a top twelve running back this year. Right? Like, is that top 10, the way they go down with COVID, too? Like, there's a, there's a case to be made that that happens. Yeah. Um, I mean, if he's the top uh, 15, I think he's had a great season. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, top 15, if you told me he'd be top 15 today, this year, I'd probably take him 102 behind Brees Hall. But yeah. I just, like, I get that people say he's better than Singletary. But I don't think Singletary is as bad as people want to say. I think they, it's hard. People struggle to separate their opinions on fantasy players and real life players. Um, and it really, like, it's important, like, pass protection. If Singletary is better than Cook at pass protection, then he's going to be on the field more. And if Singletary yep. understands the offense more than Cook, he's going to be on the field more. So, regardless, I think they're going to split pretty much anyway. So, I mean, I just I, – I don't mind him. I just wouldn't take him over the receivers. Let me ask you real quick. Would you take Cook or Burks? Uh, I would take Burks. Okay. What, Cook or Garrett Wilson? Wilson. Uh, what about London? But now – okay, so, so London, Burks, and Wilson are the top three wide receivers in this class. I would take any of those over Cook. Okay. Any of the other guys, you know – like you look at Williams, he's going to be out for half a season, basically, if they if they don't rush him back. So he's not helping you this year. Alave, I don't really know what to say about him. I don't think he's going into a good situation for targets. Well, I'm a big Alave so, guy. It's a dynasty. <laughs> I feel like you can definitely see. Alave. My case, my case for Alave is. It doesn't sound like Michael Th- Thomas is ever going to play. I mean, I'm just looking at it. Like, until I see it, he's 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 out. So, and his quarterback's Jameis Winston. Yep. And the last time they had, like, a guy that was a decent route runner, and that's, like, his skill. He's not known for um, yards after the catch. Um, but he's a technician route runner. And last time Winston had a guy come up that was like that, Chris Godwin was born. Not to say he's Chris Godwin. I'm not saying that, but... Um, you know, all he really has to beat out is who Traquan Smith, uh, is it Mark Marquise Callaway? Yeah, Marquez Callaway is not Marquez Callaway and Jarvis Landry. Yeah, um, really, 
and Camara too. He's got the uh, suspension. I, I, he's going to get some kind of suspension, I'm sure. Um, that's we'll find that out in August, I think. But um, so, would you take Cook or Walker? What? Walker. Me. I'm just curious where your line is on Cook. Well, Walker, just because of draft capital, like I could flip him easier. I think. I think. Yeah. What about you? And and Walker. I mean, I. I don't know. That Seattle situation's messed up. I yeah. I think Seattle really likes Penny, so I think Penny wins the job coming out of camp. But he never stays healthy, so I think right. Walker gets his think, time. I don't. I don't understand. How would you think? Why do you think they like Penny? Well, first rounder, um, and and that's like that's a uh, Carroll's boy. Like he put his. Yeah, you know, he drafted him, and like he, he never got his money out of him. You know, his money money yeah, is worth out of him. But um, and I think if they're both at the end of last year, the, yeah, but I yeah. Get that. but like at the end of last amazing. year, it, they literally had to, everybody on the roster had to be gone for, by the time they would give him touches. <laughs> Chris like, Carson's every, unfortunately Chris probably Carson done, had to have but a broken neck, and everybody else on the roster had to be terrible before they. And then they, I don't understand, they signed him to a one-year contract late in the offseason after he couldn't get money anywhere else. And then they drafted a running back in the second round. I don't see how, I don't see how you can, I don't, I I just don't see that as somebody who they love. It'll probably be like a 60-40 split to start and then just whoever the last man standing is, is going to. Yeah, and then Penny's going to break an ankle and then you're good. Right. Yeah, he'll look at the. uh, corner of a coffee table and stuff is neat. Right, I'm going to look the wrong direction. I didn't have very many number one picks, but I didn't take Hall in most of them that I did have. Um, you didn't take Brace. I, oh, no. no. I don't like his situation. So who you, who that, were you yeah. going? Sorry, finish your finish your thought. So I, t- you know, London is the number one pick and then people no. tore me apart. You know, oh. I it's all about situations and, and I'm you know I mean Carter as a Jet I'm sorry he was solid when he was healthy I think that's going to be a 50-50 split you cannot hey. have run backs that are 50-50 splits if you look at you know uh, Jones in Green Bay's points it ain't it's on. awful Hold because yeah. he splits time you wait, 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 guys! I, I got like uh, I got like four minutes here. Yeah, so. okay. I, 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 I'm getting I'm like having a heart attack over here about what he just said. I don't know how you would like Cook with Singletary, but not Breeze with Carter. I actually like yo. Uh, speaking of like goodbye lately, Michael Carter. He's got you know with that. Um, in the recent trade finder, right now, I just went through earlier, but Michael Carter in a 23 second for the 202 and 302. Yeah. Michael Carter, right? Like you're still gonna because again if something happens to Brees, Michael just, Carter, Michael Carter, and a four oh two for the four oh six, four ten, and five twelve. Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy, so, right? Like real quick, there's real quick. a lot like that. Yeah. Michael Carter straight up for Rashad White. Yeah. That, oh, I would take Rashad White over Carter. I mean, I think uh, that's a coin flip for me. More likely, winner four nails more likely to get hurt than Brees Hall. Yeah, but and I, think, quick, I think if I had to pick, yeah. Michael you, Carter straight up for the four oh six. Yeah, that's crazy. I right, like yeah, just yeah. perception on him. Not yeah. everyone, but perception yeah. on him is down because they just you know they were trying to yeah. get a running real back. Quick, and, real quick before you have to go, Philly. 
How do you prefer a Brees or London, London situation with Mariota at quarterback over Brees Hall? If you're talking about situation, Matt. And for the record, because they have, I, I, there's they have a world no where I would do that too. But go ahead, Tim. Dude, my receivers could be garbage. I'd take a Brees Hall. That's crazy. That's the Jets are the Jets till they're not. Today, no, but dude. go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear how you take London over Hall. I just, I think you take it. It depends on the team, of course. If you're really hurting at running back, yeah, you take you take the running back. And I'm a running back guy. I just, I don't believe in a situation where they're 50-50 splits. I think that kills you, you know, fantasy wise. But haven't so we when you're drafting, go ahead. Sorry, just when, when you're drafting, you know, as far as fantasy, you have to go for the situation where you think they're going to be the lead back. And Hall, I if it's a 50-50 split, just like Green Bay, you're you're treading water. You're not gonna. It, it's not going to do you any good. Um, uh, yeah, that makes sense. So, I, so do you think um, Michael Carter is going to more be the pass catcher, and Brees Hall is going to be the runner, kind of like a Browns? Packers situation I think he gets more than just third down passing situation where the running back comes out I think he because he's he's a pinball you know I think he does end yeah. up being the you know goal line back as well mm-hmm. okay that's so, going to be so the determining way. fact whoever which that probably will be Breeze, but well. yeah I yeah just, you know so I think we've, we've when we go ahead when the draft happened and Hall went to the Jets, I'm like, oh, that killed him. You know, that was my first thought. You know, it, it's all about situations to me. And I just, I, you know, I get, you know, the quarterback situation in Atlanta is awful. I understand that. But at the same time, there is no other wide receivers there. I mean, they brought in Edwards now, which did nothing with Carr as his quarterback. So I don't expect good things out of him. So you've got Pitts and you've got London as the wide receiver. I think that's a great situation. He's going to get 100-plus targets. Yeah. Yeah, I just think that you you were probably the type that drafted Clyde Edwards-Alera over Jonathan Taylor. Because I, I just, I always, I've, I've been... Everyone did that year. <laughs> I don't the, uh, I when Damian Williams opted out. I just, so. you gotta, I think you have to take talent over situation. That's the reason why I like Brees. Brees measured, at, like, at the combine, was one of the best running backs. Like, he was better than JT, he, as far as everything he did there. I just think you gotta take talent over situation, because the talent always rises to the top. Okay, so speaking of that, just kind of quick transition. Just, we have like we yeah, have like three yeah, trades. Right. Just want to yeah. knock them out real quick. I just think I think that if you're talking about Brees Hall, like number one, market value is hugely important when you're drafting. You're going to be able to get more for Brees Hall than for London, and that's a fact. He's already going in the second round of a startup draft. So I feel like even if you don't prefer and in a trade, this is just speaking on a trade addicts league. Even if you prefer London over Hall, I would take. Hall because you can always trade him for more than what you're going to get for London, which is important to me. And then also, I feel I'm a UNC fan, so I watched a lot of Michael Carter. He took a back seat to Javante Williams in Javante Williams' first year actually played. Like the first year he started playing, Michael Carter took a back seat. I don't think he's a three down back, and I and it definitely don't think he's a goal line back with his with his frame. He's not a big guy at all. It's like Gus Edwards, he'll be better with right. That's someone what I was else. Say. Right, and 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 you just 
you would imagine that they didn't take a running back in the second round for them to start Michael Carter, who really was not. I mean, he was okay last year, but I don't, I don't, I don't personally think he was like a huge difference maker for them. That's why they took a running back. If they took, if they liked Carter enough, they would have just taken somebody in the fourth round and let them split. But they took a guy in the second round to be the starter. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see here uh, in a couple weeks. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Of course. I mean, I just I don't just don't mean to uh, to cut you guys off. Got to uh, got to head out here. Um, let's quick knock out these trades. This was one from last week. Um, I was trying to quick get a trade done before the show, <laughs> just to have something to talk about, but uh, um, didn't 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 happen. But so we had one like I think it was last week, uh, end of last week, in Trade Axe Three. Um, which is, you know, the one we were just in, which is perfect. But it was, so again, 2.75 Titan Premium, Superflex, full PPR. Um, George Kittle and A.J. Brown or Jamar Chase and Spiller. That's Now, after the trade happened, <laughs> we got a group chat, you know, a bunch of emojis and the eyeball one and the, little poop emoji came up yeah. um, and the guy was said oh something along I don't did you see that at SD riders where he I, I don't know if he quite understood the settings but let's say obviously well what do you guys think uh, with the settings as is which side kittle are you on side, kittle side Bob. Uh, kittle side I, I would take kittle side in that yeah. Oh, okay. We got an agreement. Nice. Yeah. All right. Now let's say this is a normal 1.5 tight end premium league. Everything else, you know, like an average start two running back, start two wide receiver. Still the kettle side for you. Yep. And I just can't. I I just can't with Chase. Well, I'm not even gonna get well, a can of worms before. I know you got to get it soon. I just see. I like. I mean, I like to build my teams around my run my wide receivers. Yeah. Um, or tight end maybe if it's like Andrews or Pitts but or quarterback but um so I mean there's a case to be made for Chase just because obviously his value is about as high as it can get you know can't really go much higher yep that's, um, that's why I'm selling this because there's nothing he can do to increase his value yeah let me real for quick me, it's Spiller. I, I, Spiller's gonna be a backup running back and yeah, he may be here two, three years down the road, but if you're trying to win now, Kittle and uh, Brown, yeah, you're, you're pretty much chasing him, or you're trading him for Chase right now, right? And so it doesn't matter which league, how the you know the scoring is. I mean, I understand yours, the ones that we're in together are you know majorly tight end heavy. I get it, but even in a normal, I still want to take Chase because it's Philly. Yep, in agreement. Um, I had some other little trades just to kind of fill it in. It, they're different leagues, so these are actually. I think you might be in the one SD Riders, um, but they're actually eight team leagues. Superflex PPR two point five tight end premium. Um, which, by the way, for the record, like I think personally are harder to trade in because there's only seven other guys. Right, you got a one in seven shot. Um, everyone's league, you know, they're really, really big benches and big rosters too. So everyone's kind of stocked, um, just a little bit harder to get some trades done. But, uh, one was done. Actually, these are both done today. 
uh, Juju for a random 2023 second. Give me Juju. Goodness gracious. I take, I take Juju, and I, I'm actually the, I'm the one you traded with. Oh, shit. <laughs> yep. So I went 2023 second. Wow. Dude, <laughs> I don't understand. Juju's been top 24 almost every single year when he's healthy. Every single year when he's healthy. And now he has Mahomes. Give me that. So let me defend my case, right? So eight team league, right? So let's say, do you, do you ever see Juju being worth uh, 2023 first? Yes, after about week six. A 2023 first? Dude, yes. I'm telling you, dude. Juju's going to be know. top 24 every single year he's been healthy. What changes when he goes into a better situation without a number one receiver? Like, and Kelsey's going to be the number one guy for our defense. So people can't say well, about how he's going to be the defensive target because that's not going to be true. So to be honest, like I traded him kind of just for some draft capital too. I wanted some extra picks. Um, I'm not really contending in there. Um, and just following the money, I, uh, to be honest, I'd probably make this trade if I were your team, SD Riders, like needing maybe one or two pieces, like a, a depth piece or so, like a good depth piece. Um, that could be more. Um, but just the money they gave him was kind of like, uh, was MVS, I think, got double the amount as him. Yeah. Um, so just, I don't know, just pump the brakes a little bit. It's a, it's a show me year contract. It was like a prove it contract they gave him. Um, I think he's going to have the best year he's had in years because he has a quarterback that can throw the ball longer than seven yards. Um, yeah, I get the money thing, but also I don't think that Juju wanted to sign the long term deal. I think. Mm-hmm. The, the, real quick, I think after the Tyree kill trade, they were desperate for MVS. Not desperate, but they really needed him. So I yeah. think he had more leverage. Juju was early, earlier in the offseason before they had Tyree, so he didn't have a lot of leverage. and He wasn't getting enough interest, so he had to take a deal with the best situation to put him in a good situation next offseason when he's a free agent. So he went somewhere where he hopes to produce the most. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so like with seconds in an eight team or, you know, you subtract four guys out of the first or out of the second, let's say it's the, even if it was a third, 301, that's. Yeah. So that's like, it's the, like the latest it could be is like 202 or something like right, that. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm happy with that. Because if oh, he, uh, let's I mean, say he yeah. doesn't have a good year, um, it was hard to even move him for like a third last year. So uh, yeah. it was more or less just that I was bored and let's get. Let's get some uh, seconds back in my in my, in my uh, portfolio here. But yeah. Um, yeah, one more. This was just a quick little one. It was um, so I spam offered the whole league. I don't know if it, I think this was the same league, but uh, 2023 third uh, again, eight teamer or Melvin Gordon and a twenty three fourth. Uh, I'd probably just take the third. Melvin Gordon's done. Unless you're yeah, like I agree with that. same same setup, eight teams, super flex, yeah. PPR, two point five. You're like, if I own Javante, I would take Melvin Gordon, or if I had to, you know, if I was like contending big time, and yeah. I just wanted some extra, like just you know, just a flex guy in case. But otherwise, I would take it because I, I mean, Melvin Gordon's twenty nine. This is his last year, probably. Yeah. What about you, uh, SD Riders? Any any input on that? I, I actually still like Melvin Gordon. I mean, he's if I'm a contender and I just need a cheap running back, like you can buy him for a third, probably yeah. an end league, regardless of eight 
10, 12, 14. You know what I mean? Yep. He's a good bench running back that you hold on to just in case Williams gets injured. If yeah. Williams gets injured, his value goes way up. Um, and I mean, that's any backups. I get that. But, you know, I would keep the third over Gordon. But if I was, if I already had Gordon, I wouldn't trade him for a third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So kind of goes in line. It's, it, well, it's another good, you know, solid fantasy running back to buy maybe low on, you know, yeah. can fit into that whatever you think about Singletary or Connor, um, um, Len either on a higher end, but Miles Sanders, you know, cheap running backs that really don't have a ton of competition to deal with, um, just health and and situation kind of to, to deal with over people. But, um, but well, I think that's it. Um, looks like Scooby just fell off anyway, so... Um, SD Riders, thanks, man, for coming on. Any uh, anything else you want to quick plug or, or bring up? Or no, I just I, I mean I'm enjoying your league, so I I enjoy the different setup. So I appreciate that not being the cookie cookie cutter type. Right. So you know, I'm, hit me up if you decide to start anymore. I'm willing to join one or two more this year. So <laughs> oh man, so. don't give me the idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, I got to head off, um, but appreciate it. And uh, yeah, till next time, appreciate everyone and uh, talk to you soon. All right, talk to you later. All right, see you, man.